relic truly save us? Have faith, sister. I'm Chris, as you know, and I just accepted an offer for my very first adult job as an adult. Very fun. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Vet internship at Cornell. Have you heard of it? Have you heard of it? (laughs) That is my job, yes. It's pretty, pretty sweet. In clinical pathology, which is dope. Whoop, whoop. If you're into that kind of thing. I am. You very much are. (laughs) And I'm Kate, and I am unemployed still. (laughs) But <laughs> Merry Christmas. But I, <laughs> Merry Christmas. No presents for anyone. Oh. But I do have a job interview. Yay. People are going to think I'm the dumb one. <laughs> no. <laughs> Everyone, please understand. Kate is the dumb it's not one. My fault. And it's okay. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. Kate's the smart well, one. Well, I do have a, I have a job interview. I am the smart one. In you this are. podcast. Honestly, I just skate I know by. What horror movies are. <laughs> That's so true. You're like, this is this. I'm like, what? Wait, what was my favorite? Oh, what did you say? It was my absolute favorite. Oh, I was like, yeah. And also, did you notice they had Jigsaw in the background of that movie? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> they also, also had the, the salt puppet. <laughs> I was like, Chris, that's. <laughs> I will never live that down. Which movie was nope. that in? That was, that was in Insidious. That was yeah. in Insidious. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And just um, a, a quick um, intro for us, because I did have uh, someone contact us and be like, hey, I don't exactly know how you guys know each other. It's very unclear. It is very so, unclear. Chris I think that's I, fair. <laughs> Science <laughs> camp. Science camp. So Chris and I went to a research thing, a veterinary research. It's, I don't want to call it camp, but it kind of was. <laughs> it's not camp, though. It really isn't. Chris and I went to a research program at Cornell for vet students, mm-hmm. and so we had to live together for like three months in a frat house at Cornell. Yeah. But then we had to go back to our respective vet schools, which is why Chris lives in Oregon, right. and I live in North Carolina, and that makes coordinating schedules to record this podcast so much fun. So hard. <laughs> the time difference aside, <laughs> like, it's not... Like, hey, I know it's midnight, but can you record right now? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Does that work? Excellent. But yeah, so we don't, we're both vet students, but we do not go to vet school together. And we have no business knowing each other except for this one summer that we live together. And we're best friends, but we haven't it. seen each other in two years. It's I mean, true. that's as clear as we can make it. <laughs> that's, a, that's all I have. That's all I can say. So today, um, we every week, as you know, we review a different horror movie and we talk about like the story and the production details, behind the scenes stuff, cool things like that. Yeah, and if you've listened to this podcast before, you should know we spoil everything about the movies we watch. So if you wanted to know yeah. how this movie ended by naturing, watching it naturally, you should just go ahead and do that before listening to this because we're not going to hold back. Yeah, but then come back. Yes, do come back because we miss you. Yes. And today we are talking about The Nun. That is the movie that has been haunting our YouTube ads all fall it came yeah. out in like september this year so i feel like i've given enough time i've given people a chance to watch the movie 
Yeah, this is definitely the most new movie that we've covered for the podcast so far. It is. You want to give us a brief synopsis of The Nun? Yeah, so The Nun is... (laughs) God, how do you even describe this movie? So it's a prequel to the Conjuring Universe movies, which includes Conjuring Conjuring 2. It's a prequel to Conjuring 2. Yeah. It's a prequel to Conjuring 2. Yeah, well, it's a prequel... It, like it's set before all of the other Conjuring universe movies. It's a very loose <clears throat> prequel. Very. It was loose. an opportunity for the franchise to make more money, and they took it. And then they're like, "Well, we can say it's a prequel." <laughs> all right, Kate, give your opinion away from the right end. off the bat. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I wonder how Kate feels about this movie. So. Oh, brilliant! I thought so it was it's amazing. about it's about uh, Abby in ambiguous romania in the woods in the woods in this castle a woods abbey that at first you're not sure if it's just an abbey that's being haunted by demons you eventually find out that it's an abbey that was trying to keep demons within it to protect the world around it and long story short um people from the outside try to go in they try to fix it it goes cray there's a nun there's a demon that nun isn't a nun there's that a isn't gateway explained to hell ever yeah, that's, that's the movie. Anyway, I that's re- our show, so come back next <laughs> yeah, weekend. That, there you go. That's the nun. <laughs> well, today we're going to talk about a bunch of things about this movie. We're going to talk about the actual castle where this was filmed, because it is le- a legit castle in Europe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're gonna, I'm going to talk about the real the real Valak that this is, mm-hmm. I want to say based on, but very loosely based on. <laughs> and then how... Very loosely. Very loosely. <laughs> Have you seen an illustration of what the real Valak looks like? Yes! I love it. The little baby on the dress. <laughs> of course yes. I know what Valak looks like. Excellent. I'll post that on our Twitter. But we're going to yeah. talk about that. We're going to talk about how actual nuns felt about this movie and much, 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 much more. So, onward. I would love to know how nuns feel about this movie. I know. I was well, watching, I know, and I was watching like a behind-the-scenes video for this movie on YouTube, and... The top comment literally had me in stitches. It was like, <laughs> the very top comment is like, clowns lost their jobs after it. Nuns, best watch out. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Amazing. So I'm going to, as we always do, I'm going to pick a genre for this movie. I was watching it and I was trying to decide what genre it fit, fits in, which is kind of None hard horror. for horror movies. Religious horror? <laughs> okay. Abbey I like, horror. I like that. Religious horror. Religious horror. Okay. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah. Um, as I said, it was released um, this September 2018. Mm-hmm. And as Chris has said, it was spun from the Conjuring universe, specifically The Conjuring 2, because very briefly, this nun was in The Conjuring 2, and it scared people, and they're like, perfect. Awesome. We can <laughs> roll with gonna that. going to go with that. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we can make a few billion off of that. <laughs> That's fine. And so it's directed by Corin Hardy. And there's a reason that you don't know that name. Yeah, it's because that? he's directed exactly. He has directed literally like one other movie ever, and it's called the Ho- the Hollow, the Hallow. No oh. one knows who this guy is, okay. but he thinks a lot of himself. Oh, I'm excellent. gonna get into that later. <laughs> I'm gonna get into that. <laughs> What's all Not movies a fan with, of like, directors that we have issues with. <laughs> I have issues with a lot of directors. Well, I didn't. I loved James Wan until this. Right, because he was still a producer for this movie, right? Yeah, he was a producer, like loosely, like he was a he like did off like B roll and like random stuff like that. Like he was very mm-hmm. loosely involved in this 
um, in making the movie, very heavily involved in like getting money from this movie, obviously. Sure. Because <laughs> he created all of this, but naturally, kind of, kind of sold out a little bit. So now I'm a little grumpy with with James Wan. Well, so how much did it they was spend? shot? Because they, they oh, spend yeah, like not much movies, not much on their movies, right? James Wan. Yeah, twenty two million on this one. So they spent that's a lot, a decent amount. Well, think about how much money they've raked in. They've done The Conjuring, Conjuring 2, Annabelle, Annabelle 2. What what else am I missing? There's probably more. So they're doing – they have so much money. Mm-hmm. So they're like, yeah, we're going to rent out this castle in Romania. Uh, Start there. <laughs> there there's $20 <laughs> million of our budget. <laughs> yeah. And they did. They, they rented out, like, a legit castle, like this huge Gothic Renaissance castle in Romania that is, like mm-hmm. – it's, it's called Corvin Castle, and it's, like, literally – one of the largest castles in Europe. I mean, it's huge. It's huge. And it's also quite literally the only thing that I liked about this movie. Is that oh, wow. This, this, <laughs> I know. I, I You're not holding back today. No, I really, I was like mad. I kept watching it and I was waiting for it to get good. And it just, it didn't. It so got wait, worse. Have, had you not seen this movie before? No, I haven't seen this movie before. <gasps> what? So usually it's only me this? who's never seen it. <laughs> No, I had I did not I had not seen this movie, and I went in expecting to at least be scared. Yeah, like I wasn't expecting something like I wasn't expecting Shakespeare, but I I don't know. <laughs> I'll get into it, but like All I right, feel like enough, there were a lot enough. of really great things that they could have done. And then I was watching like, oh, it'd be cool if they did this, and then they just like blew it and they did something totally stupid. Yeah, I feel that it's almost like me watching almost every horror film. Oh, shut up! You don't know <laughs> anything. <laughs> Anyway, at least I like the set pieces. Oh, excellent. I thought it was really... <laughs> Romania <I know>. on <laughs> point. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's our um, show. I, I liked, um, that's it. <laughs> I have nothing nice to say about this movie. Wait, I do. I did like the actors. Well, I liked one of the actors. I liked the actress. Okay, I liked one of the actors. Yeah, she was good. Yeah. Yeah, Tessa Farmiga, who is Vera Farmiga's sister. Right. Who We know her from... The original Conjuring, because she plays Elizabeth Warren. Right. She's also in The Departed, which I made you watch before, so you should know that. We watched I've it seen, in Ithaca. I've seen Departed. Yeah, I, I made you watch it. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that's okay. true. Well, just <laughs> uh. <laughs> disappoint me in so many ways. I think you it's. Got, you, I definitely you made you watch The Departed. You probably started that movie and then I walked out or something. No, I every I sat you down and I we watched The Departed. Okay, whatever. I have I can't no talk recollection to you right of now. this. I need a perfect. <laughs> I do not recall. Okay, so also we also know Tessa. Is it Tessa? 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 I don't know. T- I don't Tessa? know. Baby Farmiga. Yeah. Little sister Farmiga. Anyway, you might know her from. Okay, you've definitely never watched this show, but American Horror Story. I've seen the first two episodes of the first season, and I got too scared, so I stopped. I'm honestly proud you made it that far. <laughs> I think, like, it, it was, like, in the second episode, I think, where they were, like, sh- like w- one of the characters goes down into a basement. There's jars or something. That freaked me out too much, so I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you got out while you were Literally, ahead. the preserves in the basement were, like, the too jars. much for me. I was, like, can't. <laughs> can't do it. Okay. Well, she she's in those, those uh, series. Because, like, each, it's kind of, like, well, well, each series, not series, what am I trying to say? Each season is a different Yeah, they're independent, story. right? Yeah, and she's in most of those, I, I believe. Cool. Anyway, she was hands down the best actor in this movie. She actually isn't a fan of horror movies at all. 
And like she had nightmares while she was filming the nun. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And she hasn't even seen The Conjuring all the way through, and her sister's in it. Oh my she's God. tried to watch it four times. <laughs> that's awesome. And she's quit each time. I'm like, that's your sister's breakout role. And she's like, no, I can't. can't watch it. Well, and that just go- says how much this movie has to do with The Conjuring. Yeah, It's a prequel, but if the main actor doesn't even need to see the movie that it's based yep. on to understand. Does not. Yeah. Okay, and so I'm going to jump ahead a little bit, but I was watching this movie – and I, I've obviously seen The Conjuring many times, and I drew a huge parallel. I was like, oh, my God, it's like baby Elizabeth Warren. Totally, that's what it is. Because they only call her, like, by her last name, right? They're, like, sister or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's her maiden name. This is totally, like, Elizabeth Warren's, like, origin story. And I was into it. Mm-hmm. Well, they look they And then look it totally really wasn't. Yeah. They look the same. And also, they both have premonitions. Yeah. And, like, the timeline works out because it was, like, the 40s and she's, like, a 20-year-old or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the 70s. And I was, like, oh, yeah, it totally works out. Like, that's absolutely what they're doing. This is really clever. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, no. Like, the no. tie-in that they do at the end is not a tie-in. You know, I thought they were going to be the same person, too. I, I also thought that. You did. Like, what are the odds that, like, there's two very devout Catholic women with premonitions about an evil nun? What are the odds? Yeah. That, that had the same face. Yeah. <laughs> that looked the same. <laughs> look exactly the same uh anyway that made me really mad and there's another actress in this movie that i had seen from another movie before and that is the nun herself that's Mm -hmm. bonnie aarons which you might know as the baroness from the princess diary (gasps) no (laughs) yes like the one who's like trying to steal the oh my gosh that is so fun i love that (laughs) that changes everything i know that's phenomenal yeah (laughs) She's like the Baroness in the Princess Diaries. Oh, I guess this was her backup gig. Like, oh, can't be Queen of Genovia. Better book a demonic nun. Exactly. We all. So this is the Baroness's origin story. (laughs) But that made me really happy. Good for her. I'm proud of you, Bonnie. That's awesome. And their budget, like I said, was 22 million. And for reference, The Conjuring was 20 million. But like, at least like they built their own house and a tree. Conjuring. And a tree. The Shining, for other reference, was five million, but that was also yeah. Well, apparently like they had to build 70s. a lot for this movie too. Like, there's a rule, there's a law in Romania that you can't film in churches. You can't. Yeah. So like every time there was anything church resembling, like the, they had to build that, which I think. And uh, there's also probably a law about defacing castles, so I bet they did a lot of yeah, probably their own sets. They made their twenty-two million back, obviously, because they got. $366 million from this movie. Oh my gosh. That's ridiculous. Which is pretty solid. Not surprising. I know. It's ridiculous. I was surprised because I don't know anyone who has seen this movie. Well, I mean, I've it, is, it is pretty new. I've never had it to me. But I mean, I mean yeah. Conjuring was so popular. People are going to go see it. And then their ads were very effective, we have to admit. And <laughs> so they, they had an ad, and you brought this up a couple times about how YouTube... Yes. Has these ads, these horror ads that you can't skip and how that should actually be illegal. I agree. Uh, But they had a seven second ad that was not skippable (laughs) (laughs) before YouTube videos. And it was literally like, it's just like your sound bar goes to zero all of a sudden without you touching anything. So you turn your sound up. Yeah. So then you turn your sound up and then it's just like that jump face scare kind of thing that you'd get in those chain emails you know, in the 90s, yes, except it yeah. was the nun's face. And it's like, the nun, see it in September or whatever. 
And people were so livid. Obviously upset. <laughs> people were so angry that YouTube actually like banned the ad from YouTube because like you can't do that to our you can't to our customers, do that. please. Well, yeah, obviously people were upset because like that is that is so crafty to be like, oh, like you might want to turn down. Like, I think your volume's going down. Boo! Yeah, not really though. <laughs> we weren't doing that. We can't not change really, your though. volume. Like, and so like there is a clause like on the YouTube page and it's like you can't have shocking and disturbing content there's a whole clause for that but you know what tell that to the fucking exorcist movie clips that i'm getting now that i can't skip yeah have you seen those yeah there's a new one the the exorcist of some other person not emily rose we needed more of those other person yeah we needed more of those and they're all 15 seconds long and are just five bit jump scares that you can't skip and that come on at 11 p.m when i'm trying to make fun of tiktok videos obviously (laughs) (laughs) obviously so i'm gonna need a report yeah yeah it's garbage well so i've said how i feel about this movie how do you feel about this movie so i didn't care for it i'll be honest okay okay i I somehow think i disliked it less than you did though you seem more passionate about this one this one was just kind of like eh. i don't know i definitely thought there are a lot of aspects about this movie that were genuinely stupid we'll get to the ending but i thought it was a total cop-out it was it was a it was a waste because you could have done a really cool and you could have done stuff with this movie and they just decided you could have done that elizabeth warren like origin and you could have done some really nifty stuff where she like leaves the comment and is like i have found my purpose blah 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 and then they're just like no the whole setup just do something no one cares about the whole plot line like the whole point of what the movie was about and who the demon is was just like the dumbest, most asinine thing for me. Yeah. They okay. So it. they're like, "Oh, it's a nun," and they're they're obviously wondering, "Hey, why is it a nun?" And the other nuns say, "Well, it's not really a nun. It just looks like yeah. a nun." And that's the end. That's the yeah. end of the explanation. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Maybe it's a snake demon. It just looks hmm. like a nun. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. It okay. just looks like one. Okay. Awesome. You, you thought really hard about this one, didn't you? They thought really hard. And you could have done. I I was so excited because I mean I didn't want to watch this movie. I'll be honest, it looked bad. But I was excited to see like, okay, why is the nun the nun? Like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And I was hoping it would be some sort of, oh, she was like a super devout Catholic. Like, you could have done, and then like Satan got a hold of her. You could have been like a woman who like infiltrated the Catholic Church, pretending to be a nun, pretending to be, to be devout, just like to get to the other. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it would have been scarier and, if the nun had been a real person. You're right. Been a nun. Been like someone who really like was upset possessed. the catholic yeah. church at some time in history yes you could or like she could have been like a good nun gone possessed she could have been a bad person just trying to mess up other nuns like there were so many things you could have done and their answer was well we googled the name of demons and we pulled up a completely unrelated baby a demon really random that one that rides a snake a really like, this random is so much worse than paymon okay people it's so much worse okay so Valak, I'll go into it, but Valak is a demon. Yes. And he's described in like the Lesser Key of Salma and, mm-hmm. and like a bunch of other scripts. Yeah, he's in a few and grimoires. He's, he's literally this chubby little cherub <laughs> who's riding a two headed dragon. Well, like it's like a baby his dragon. Power, <laughs> it's a baby dragon. It's like a little snake. And his power is that he can find treasures and snakes. So, and snakes. His, his, so, his ability is that he can like he can find snakes. And just that's deliver them his, to you. That's his, so he's like a cat. <laughs> he's like a chubby chair cat. So obviously the movie spruced this up a little bit. And by that, I mean they just flipped through a book of demons and picked the name. And, just, and then that's changed everything about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
We'll get into that. So we'll it get makes into that a little no bit sense. more, but it's yeah. ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But fear not. And so that's why I'm so angry. <laughs> that's fair. I'm so mad. But fear not, Kate. Everyone else hated this movie too. Oh, please tell me. <laughs> I'm so excited. So as you know, IMBD gives every single movie under the sun a seven. Yeah, every. This movie got a five point five. Which for IMDb is Oh, that brings me so much joy. (laughs) That is scathing. (laughs) That is so aggressive. I can't even believe it. That's that's one of the lowest I've ever heard. I don't think I've ever seen below a five on IMDb. Well, and Rotten Tomatoes is even worse. (laughs) Oh, tell me. I can't wait. So on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics give this movie a whopping 26%. (laughs) Splat Rotten Tomato. Audience scores also hated it, giving it an average rating of 2.8 out of 5 and an overall score of 38%. That's really bad. Yeah. But they still made $366 million. Which is so amazing to me. It's amazing that they can try so little on this movie and make so much money. They can try, yes. But. And I'm going to be poor forever. So the, the meta score is 46, which is also relatively terrible. But I think my favorite review that I read is super short, sweet, and simple. It's from Slant Magazine. Okay. Movie reviewer Derek Smith writes, The Nun is a cinematic equivalent of a conjuring-inspired maze at Halloween Horror Nights at Universal Studios. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's the review. That's the <laughs> That's perfect they're like this is a that's exactly what it is (laughs) it is it's just silly and not trying to explain itself it's just trying to be ridiculous just it's just like boo that's all it is yeah it's just boo it's literally just a couple of jump scares they're not even very clever jump scares and then yeah my biggest issue with this movie is that they like haphazardly tried to throw throw together a backstory and they just did not put any effort into explaining it whatsoever (sighs) my biggest problem with this movie was the characters doing things that made absolutely no sense. Like, things that would go against their most basic survival instincts. Like, oh, "Oh, it's a room full of women with bags on their heads. I'm going to walk between these women. It's just (laughs) going to walk around. Why would you do that? They're just going between. (laughs) I was like, okay. And don't even get me started on the priest's made-up, cheap backstory about, like, a failed exorcism. That goes oh. nowhere. That they okay. do nothing with. How about we just walk through this movie Ugh. and hit these things one by one? Because I think okay, <laughs> we could go it. on all day, all day about all the like random crafts in this movie. You're right. But first, let me <laughs> diss on the director. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do tell me about this. I have to. Okay, so I was reading about this Hardy guy, the director Hardy. Because and I went in, I went in with an open mind. I'm like, oh, like he's a first time director. He doesn't really mm-hmm. know what he's doing. Like it's fine. And he, I don't know, it's fine. And then I was reading about some of the claims he made while making this <gasps> movie. He claims that he found a mysterious handprint in the dust at the castle. Uh, and then later he found another handprint at another <gasps> dusty place. There are demons so here. He, There's people leaving <laughs> handprints. And so he claimed he claimed that the the film was like upsetting spirits. I'm like, okay, that's stupid. But then he claims he had a supernatural encounter with what he believes was a pair of ghost Romanian soldiers. Oh my gosh, I did read about this. the movie. <laughs> yeah, I, I did hear about that. He's like, "There's demon. There are ghosts on this set." I'm like, "There are, are ghosts there? on this set because they think it th- literally." 
there are ghosts on this set because they think the movie looks cool. And I'm like, fuck off, Hardy. You are so desperate for attention and Wait validation. So you're I read making that up he ghosts. said he saw the ghosts, but you're yes. saying the ghosts were there because they thought his movie was cool? They were there because they felt curious about the filming. <laughs> hey, you're upsetting my eternal burial ground. But what are you doing? What are you? <laughs> what's this what thing you're putting you together? Doing? Seems kind of nifty. <laughs> I hate him. I just can't. Oh I, like, I could forgive like the ooh, look, a spooky handprint. Like, all right, that's that's cute. That's whatever. But to yeah. go to the cast and claim that you talked to some Romanian soldier ghosts. <laughs> Who tell you That's you're doing a, a great job. Sad. Yeah, you're doing just fine. Don't listen to those critics, Hardy. <laughs> Trust us, your imaginary friends. <laughs> oh. I can't. Let's talk about this movie. I'm going to go off on yes. this, poor, this poor director doing his best. So the movie starts out very dramatic. And at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm with you. It's about a nun. I thought it was going to be here. good. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is <laughs> so far so I good. I can follow this. I- <laughs> I have a strong establishing <laughs> shot of nuns in an abbey. Got it. Boom. What's this movie called again? Ah, uh, yeah, uh, I'm there. Yes, right. The nu- yes, thank you. <laughs> so, so it tells us that we are in 1952, Romania, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we see this gorgeous castle in the completely abandoned forested countryside. Woods. Yeah. yeah it's literally in the woods. The woods abbey. And we just see these two Catholic nuns who are... Mm-hmm. Running around the monastery. Well, they're walking towards a door. And they seem kind of (laughs) spooked. They do. And they walk up to this door and, like, scratched into the door in very sloppy Latin is, like, God ends here. You know? It's like a... Yes. Beware all thee who enter here. You know, whatever. Yeah. And my first thought, I'm like, well, that's a peculiar thing to have in a monastery. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A literal godless chamber. Hmm. (laughs) That's peculiar. <laughs> and so then the one nun opens the door and the other nun's like, wait, should we be going into this place that literally, like, she's like, I'm reading the warning here. Should we do this? Hey, sister, hold up. <laughs> hold up. Just one moment. And the other sister's like, no, you just have to have faith. She walks in and then comes back all bloody. Like, we don't really know what goes on there. Yeah, crawling, just crawling up there and bloody. She throws a skeleton key at the other nun and is like, take it. Mm-hmm. It needs a vessel. And I'm just like, who needs a vessel? <laughs> and then she gets sucked back into the, the antechamber of death. Right. And so then I thought she was going to, the other nun was going to lock the door because I thought that's what the key was for. They don't explain what the key's for for an no, they don't. inexcusable amount of time. Because I strongly thought it was for that door the entire time and it, it was not. No. And so the, well, they but, use it on the door. They. Kind of. But then she doesn't lock the door behind her when she starts running away. I'm like, oh. Well, she's kind of like, busy, well, Chris. That's foolish. <laughs> she's got to go. <laughs> she's got to go. And then, so she runs to her bedroom and commits suicide. I mean, you she, can, okay. She, well, you can see a nun figure, like, following her, floating. Yes. Candles blowing out as the, the nun approaches yes, her. Yes, yes. And you see, is this, I think at this point you do get to see the the cross on the wall turns upside down, which, yeah. I mean, we could talk about that now, but that's a religious symbol. That's not a satanic thing. Oh, my God. I'm so glad you bring this up because I could go yeah. off for hours about how so... Mm-hmm. 
So many horror movies do it. So many horror movies do this. Because they think it's all of satanic, those, and it's specifically not. All of those like black tank tops that you can get a hot topic with the upside down cross <laughs> for all those people who are like, I'm a rebel. I'm wearing the cross, but it's like upside down. It's a Satan thing. You wouldn't get it. That's not what it is. <laughs> get it, mom. <laughs> oh, it makes me so angry. I can't even handle it. I'm just like, oh my. Anyways, literally, it's, it's the, lazy. The upside down cross is not a satan is not a satanic emblem. It is not no. like spitting in the face of God or whatever hipster rebel bullshit you think you're doing by having that. It is literally it's like one of the most Catholic things you could do. <laughs> Quite yeah, frankly, it, it literally is. It's Saint Peter. Am I am I wrong? No, no yeah, because so Saint Peter, right? Who the yeah, you know infamous, you know, legendary, if you will, founder of the Catholic Church. It's debatable whether or not he actually founded the Catholic Church. But he, you know, he, like, you know, he created the Catholic Stay Church. Focus, Chris. He was, yeah, well, anyways. <laughs> he he was crucified, right? And he mm-hmm. didn't want to be crucified. in the, He didn't want to be executed in the same way that Christ was because he didn't think he was worthy. So he right. requested to be crucified upside down and they did it for him, right? But it that is, like, yeah. that is a symbol of humility and self-sacrifice and that is like honoring god what he did there and so like when people are walking around with all these upside down crosses and the demons turning the cross upside down i'm like shut up shut up <laughs> anyways Whatever. i do not want to go Hot into that right gonna any be like, why do i have so many returns this week <laughs> i would love it if i ruined Hot Topic sales for those because <laughs> it's Anyway, anyway, so the cross turns upside down, and then the nun is like, Lord, please forgive me, jumps out of the, whatchamacallit, window, that's what they're called, and hangs yeah, herself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, in the Catholic Church, is like a very, very great sin. So this is kind yeah. of a big deal that she did that. Right, yeah. I mean, suicide is a huge deal. But we know, as the audience, that she's doing it to escape the weird demon nun that's chasing her. Yes. Who apparently Never needs her body. None. But doesn't because it no one was there. We'll no get one. to that. It <laughs> So the claim is that it needed the host and without the host it would like starve pretty much. Right, or it couldn't leave cool the abbey claim. without a host. Yes. Okay. Whatever, that's not true because doesn't that seem never to be. happens. <laughs> no, that's not true. They forget that they made that promise. Oh, right. But anyway, <laughs> then of course we have ugh, my least favorite character which is Frenchie. Uh, oh, you hate French him? Canadian. I hate him. I don't. I, I don't dislike him. him as much as the others. But his accent is all over the place. His accent, yeah, it is, is like, all like, over like, the who place. Who are you? He like it's like an English accent, and then it's French, and then it's something kind of in between. And then yeah. I look him up, and he's like Belgian, and I'm like, okay, like <laughs> I don't. <laughs> so understand. his acting wasn't the best, but his face is very pretty. Okay, so that's nice. <laughs> that's nice. That's your. That's what you say every time I try to talk bad about like a pretty actor. You're like, oh, but hold up, his eyes. <laughs> Have you seen those dimples though? <laughs> but so dreamy. Yowza. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed something to get me through this movie. It's true, and so Frenchie, the French Canadian in Romania, farming there. Unexplained. It sense. <laughs> Unexplained. He is wheelbarrowing around near the abbey and then finds obviously the nun who's been decomposing and then she like drops to the ground you're like okay this is pretty okay this is still on par it's about nuns i see nuns okay check (laughs) i see 
sign that check. <laughs> then we go to the Vatican and we meet Father Burke, who is at the bottom of my Ow. list of characters, maybe below Frenchie. And they're like, we need you to go talk. We found out there's some crap going on in that abbey that we built in the woods in Romania. If you could just go grab Sister Irene, who is like a nun who hasn't taken her vows yet, and then just right. handle it. That would be super sweet. Well, so, and just just That's as a it. segue, um, the entire movie was filmed in Romania. Um, and so they didn't, even the Vatican scenes, they're obviously not filming that yeah. in the Vatican. Because I imagine the Vatican's like, no, you can't film that here. Um so the place that they used um, is this palace <laughs> near Bucharest. And I'm not going to attempt to pronounce the name of the palace because I'm not that stupid. Um, but that just to <laughs> film those couple of scenes in the palace, it cost them 5,000 euro an hour just to be in there. An hour. Soak that in for a second. An hour? Can you imagine how furious the producer would be like if people didn't know their lines? Like, oh, sorry guys, and they're like, if okay, that was five thousand. Get euro on book. That you just cost me. Like, yeah, five thousand euro an hour just to be in there. I imagine several hours went just to set up and take down. Yeah, I believe it. So that goes back to what I'm saying. That's what I'm. So okay, but it's beautiful, and it's the one thing I do like about this movie is it's very pretty, right. and it makes sense because they're using literal castles yeah. and palaces. Again, the set is great. Frenchie's face, like, if he just keeps dope. his mouth yeah. shut, excellent. <laughs> They're ancient. Okay. <laughs> Nuns are present. Check. Keep that Got beautiful it. This movie is not so bad accentless so far. mouth shut. Yeah, so so far I was like on board. And he's like, oh, why do I need to go get the nun or this pre-nun to come with me? And then we flash forward to her in her abbey. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing, obviously, her like white wimple. Right. And because um, she hasn't taken her vows yet. And she's very, very um, cutesily teaching kids yeah. about <laughs> dinosaurs and science and the kids are like wow so you can believe in god and science and she's like haha you sure, sure as hell can. can and then grumpy nun is like <laughs> kids what are you doing <laughs> yes and so then obviously sister irene goes to Romania well, with um but so he's priest. like hey so the vatican specifically told me to go all the way from rome to England to find you because you can help me find my way around Romania. And she's like, but father, I've never been to Romania. And it's like, never been there. What? I, I didn't like that. It didn't. And they, they didn't really tie it together either. Like I get, maybe they were saying, Oh, like she has like some sort of, you know, supernatural connection. Like she'll be of help, but they shouldn't have said she can help you around Romania. But also how did they know? Like, they don't explain how the Vatican knew about her having visions. Because apparently she allegedly has had visions of the the evil nun version of Valak, right? But you think that they would have been more concerned. (laughs) They were not concerned. They're like, oh, no, she's good, though. She's going to be a nun. They were not. (laughs) So, yeah, they (laughs) don't explain her at all. It's totally fine. Very irritating. So they go to Romania. No. No. Don't look for logic in this movie. They go to Romania... They meet Frenchie, who is aggressively mm-hmm. hitting on Sister Irene the entire time. Yeah, at movie. first I'm like, okay. And it gets old real fast. And then it's like... Like, real fast. I don't Four care. scenes later, I'm like... Mm. Oh, that's cute. Okay, stop. <laughs> Please. All the way to the end. They do it all the way up to the end. to All the way up to, like, the last mm-hmm. minute. And I'm like, shut up. No one cares. She doesn't reciprocate it. It's just weird. Anyway, so they go up to the Abbey, and they touch what is the stickiest blood I have ever seen in my life. And they're like, oh, it's well, so I'm wet. Glad that she's... That's obviously weird because she's been dead a really long time. 
And also it's maybe the consistency of jam. Do we not? Oh my God, maybe she has anthrax. It all fits. Uncoagulated, raspberry jam. Oh my God. <gasps> We're not going to get into that, but the nun definitely had anthrax. <laughs> Those are the only signs though. Unclear if she had rigor mortis. They might have had rabies. Do you want me to get into in rabies again? She could move still. I don't think you can move if, I don't think you can walk around if you right. have rigor mortis. So I don't think she, A I don't think anthrax. she rigor mortis. <laughs> but the nun might have had rabies. Fun fact. They were shooting in the castle, and Wait, a joking. bat flew into Bonnie Aaron's tent. Oh no! And then, no, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. And then a bat flew into their tent. And ladies and gentlemen, if you wake up and there's a bat in your room, go get rabies vaccines because you could have absolutely been bit by a, a bat because their t teeth marks oh are itty bitty tiny tiny. Anyway, so she woke up and there's a bat in her tent, and so maybe the nun had rabies. Please see our Oculus episode. <laughs> for more speculations uh, about rabies infections. <laughs> it does hold up. So yeah, that holds up in this movie as well. So anyway, they go to the Abbey. Um, they see where all the blood was and where the nun had been cut, cut down. And they go to the freezer where uh, Frenchie had put her. And she's sitting very creepily. And Frenchie's like, well, yeah, because they I get down her. there and she's, she's literally sitting like, Frenchie, like, you sick fuck. Party. Why on earth did you? I was like, why did you put her like that? I know. He's like, I didn't do that. I'm like, well, thank God. <laughs> like, forget that it's obviously a possessed body. Thank <laughs> God like, you Whoa. did not put her in a sitting position. <laughs> I was so relieved. <laughs> I was very relieved by that as well. So. Then they decide to go into the Abbey, I believe. Or at this point, I think this is when we get Burke's backstory, where the Father Burke is like, hey, once I tried to do an exorcism on a little kid, and then he well, died Well, he tells her that exorcism. story when they're in there, right? Like, after they've met and I'm haunted the by obviously that. evil grandma nun who lets them stay in the... <laughs> but she's literally just... I a, don't think they're like called a, grandma nuns. A dead body sitting in a chair talking to them, and they're just like, oh, okay, ma'am. <laughs> it's okay okay let's let's talk about that so they go into the abbey they walk in there's no one there and they're walking around and looking around and then of course they look and there's a woman figure sitting in a chair like in a big throne just while they've been walking around with a very long black veil covering her yeah. like whole body pretty much you can't yeah. see anything fairly non-suspicious like, which looks dead <laughs> she is obviously dead she is it's she is dead and they're talking to her and she's not moving there's no one else in the... In, yeah, like, and they're like, it, oh, it hey, Abbas. It was immediately apparent that they were talking to a dead body, right? <laughs> and they're like, oh, well, you can't go in because we close the the monastery every night. So, but you can stay in this other part and it'll all be chill. And they're like, okay, yeah, we'll totally stay here. What? <laughs> it's a dumb yeah. idea. Like... That's a dumb idea. But this is... Yeah, that's... And that's where we get the backstory, backstory from him. From and Burke. he's like, oh, I tried to save this boy. I don't know. Yeah, it was not... Ugh. I don't know. Poorly. It was a very ham-fisted way of establishing right. like yeah. an emotion. Because he's like, oh, well, I tried Burke. to save a boy once who also had visions. And she's like, oh, how'd it go? And he's like, oh, he died. It was not great. She's like, so glad you're on my team. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> this is great. The Vatican sent the best. Well, and it also sorry, sets it up. It makes you think that she's going to become possessed, you know? Don't. I can't. Fuck this movie. Anyway. So, and there and there are so many things they could have done with it and they could have made it really interesting. And it's like they set them up and then they just forget that they set them up. Yeah. I'm going to have to move on. Anyway, so Frenchie leaves and then Irene has her first nun encounter. 
And yep. um, apparently peripheral vision is not a thing in the Nun universe because <laughs> she they use the camera as her like field of vision. And so like right. she's looking at <laughs> a figure, the camera pans sharply left to like look at the rest of the room and then it pans like two feet back to where she was looking and it's gone and she doesn't know where it went, which is not yeah. how vision works. That's not how your eyes function. <laughs> <laughs> but regardless. But okay. And this is the point where if I put together it that it were falsely, I thought it would be young Elizabeth Warren. That's what I have in my notes. And then it wasn't. I was really disappointed. Anyway, and so then we have a nun attack where she looks in the mirror and there's a scary nun and glass, yada, yada, yada. Yeah, it breaks. It's very dramatic. So essentially it's like cut to next morning, right? Or no, when, when does he get buried? I think this night. I think he gets buried tonight. Yeah, that he has to because it's like immediately after he's like, oh, by the way, I had an exorcism that went wrong. Good night. He wakes up and like hears and sees the little boy who he acts oopsie killed trying to save, like running around and he like follows him. Yeah. To a graveyard. So, right. And so then he follows the he follows the little boy to the graveyard. The boy vomits up a snake. <laughs> sure. Which is a poorly veiled attempt at being like, oh, look, it's Valak, the Marquis of Snakes. I think that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> not yeah. a baby. Definitely not. <laughs> it's not, definitely not a giant cherub who finds presents. That, <laughs> Don't worry about that. And so then he just falls backwards into a grave and mm-hmm. gets buried alive. And they had alluded to before because they buried the other nun, right? So in like the yeah. little finger bell thing that they did um, during the Black Death. The plague. Yeah, the, be- the bell thing, for people who haven't seen it, back in the day, whenever they buried like a billion people a day for being sick from the Black Plague, they would put like little strings in their coffin and a bell on their tombstone so that if they woke up and were like, hey, not, I'm not quite dead yet, they could yeah. ring the bell. <laughs> I'm feeling it's better. It's literally Monty Python. It I'm not is. dead yet. <laughs> I feel fine. I'm feeling much better. He's going to be dead any moment. So anyway, that that bell is now ringing furiously because we just had our father Burke buried alive. Right. And so then that's when um, Irene wakes up and has her little moment. She walks outside in her bare feet and her nightgown for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, Hears a noise in the distance. Is like, Burke! And like runs into the cemetery. I'm like, that's not my first instinct. I'll be honest. (laughs) She finds the grave, finds a shovel, starts dig trying to dig him out. But it was so ridiculous when she's, like, digging him out. She's, like, digging digging a hole straight down. And then she starts, like, sl- stabbing the... the <laughs> she's, like, trying stabbing to stab the top the of the wood. casket. I'm like, I'm she's like, stabbing the top of the casket with the full force of the shovel. So, obviously, it splits through the wood, and it's, like, an inch from his face. Right. But then... It's very so dumb. Once she finally gets through the wood... It pans out and like the entire coffin is uncovered of dirt, and so like they can easily pull him out. I was yes. like, "What? At what point did she dig, like completely dig yes. out and outline the entire coffin, and then just decided to start stabbing it head on?" Also, in the span of about ten seconds, this like yeah. ninety pound girl <laughs> <laughs> completely Whatever. digs a six foot grave. Whatever, and of course, like the moment before he's about to come out of the casket. This demon lady grabs his face and is screaming, you know, jump scare number 18 or whatever. Right. I will say I was really scared before the hands, like when he was just in the coffin and Mm -hmm. it was dark and like 
all claustrophobic like and he kept looking down at his feet and you keep expecting something to be down there yes yes and it definitely plays on my instincts when i'm afraid like you know like i want my feet as close to my like thorax as possible which you can't do when you're in a casket right and so like that i I found that part very effective and then the hands grabbed him and the shovel came through the front top and i was like oh okay so my one of my favorite things and why I love The Conjuring so much because as everyone knows that's my like favorite horror movie is it sh- is very limited in what it shows you. It's very right. limited. Like it the scariest part of that movie and ar- like arguably one of the scariest parts of like any horror movie I've ever seen is whenever the little girl in The Conjuring is pointing to a dark spot behind the door and is just shaking and saying like do you see it? And there's nothing that, like, that you don't see anything as an audience, but it's terrifying. It is, yeah. And all it is is a black splotch, but they play it really well. This movie is the opposite of that. They have all these opportunities that, they, that something is, like, almost scary, and then they throw a jump scare in there, and you're like, well, I was almost scared. But then you just, right, like, and put like, some nun hands. Well, and jump scares are, we've talked about this before, jump scares are what get me. You know, like, that's what really ends up, like, throwing me over for if a movie is scary for me, we've decided, but... Mm-hmm. These these jump scares weren't very well executed. They're not. Like there wasn't enough of a lead up to them, and they they did them too often. Like I yes, thought, what was did. really good about the Conjuring, I agree, is that sometimes they would lead up to the jump scare and then there wasn't one, and yes. so then that's what made their actual jump scares so scary. And same like for Insidious, like Insidious we talked about was pretty heavy with their jump scares. Like th- that was the focus of their movie, pretty much of the horror aspect, but they did them very well. But yeah, so I don't know. I think they tried really hard on this movie, but did they? Yeah, it just or wasn't did they just very spend well. a lot of money? Yeah, <laughs> some pretty scenes. I don't think they did. I don't think they did try very hard. Anyway, so obviously after that encounter, they go back to the church. Oh, we forgot about Frenchie. Okay, Frenchie's like walking home before all this happens, and gets attacked oh, yeah. by the thawed out nun from earlier. Right. Who. Very briefly, like she hangs jumps herself on, him on a and, like, tree, scrambles at him. Yeah, and then it's and over. And then he breaks free. He leaves. And then, like, yeah. you don't know what happened to him. And they don't address That's that again. Stupid. No, he just shows up. <laughs> it just shows him later, like, at a bar drinking a pint. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I guess you're fine. <laughs> I guess you're okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool, Frenchie. Yeah, that was, yeah, that was very confusing to me. But, so, so, obviously. The next day, they're like, okay, anyway, back to the Abbey. Yeah, and so Irene gets to go in now. Yeah, and, just Irene. Um, yeah, Father Burke, for some reason, either he's not allowed to go in or he just decides not to. I don't really... Stupid. I, I wasn't really sure with that. Um, it's possible that he might not just be allowed in because he's a, a guy, but I don't know. But he sticks back to stay in that really creepy antechamber with the like, sarcophaguses which is mm-hmm. inexplicably a part of this abbey, mm-hmm. to read all those demon books that he found in the coffin that he was conveniently buried in. And it's like, oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> okay. gotcha. Convenient. And so she goes in, and the abbey is, like, really quiet, and you do start seeing nuns, and then you're like... At this point, I was genuinely confused, because I wasn't sure if the nuns were real or not, you know? Uh-huh. And I feel like they I they did trick me a little bit about whether or not the nuns were real or not. Because, like, ultimately, none of those nuns were real. They were all either well, ghosts Well, they were all ghosts is or, what I got out of it. Or visions. Like, I don't know if 
Well, so like I wasn't sure if these if the nuns were real, if they were ghosts, or if they were just visions created by the demon for her to see. And it took me quite a while. And I still don't really know which which one I think that they are. I'm pretty sure they were the ghosts of the nuns who of had the been real nuns. holding down the fort. Yeah, at least the, the women who had been holding down the fort for a long time. Yeah. But who have okay. obviously since died. Yeah, I buy anyway, that. Anyway, so I buy that. So an important point is Irene walks up to this nun who is just praying like a fiend and like almost like like goes to touch her. And another nun grabs her and is like, no, like she is in perpetual adoration. Like you can't disturb her. We need to have someone like on the clock praying at this statue of Jesus like every second, every millisecond. And she's like, oh, right. cool. Didn't know that. And then that's whenever we start to get that ex- explanation from one of the nuns that, OK, this used to be a not great place. This used to be like kind of a house of Satan and there's a like hell mouth in the basement. And so we <laughs> came to try to keep that under control and we sprinkled the blood of Jesus in there and that's helped. <laughs> and that's helped. <laughs> it's like, well, we tried some tinc- tincture of echinacea and like the cough has improved mildly. But, so like up until this point, like I was fine with this movie, you know, like it was still... I, I, up to this point, I thought this movie was, like, okay. This backstory is where they ruined it for me. Like, this is where they completely lost me. Because it's trash, right? Can we just agree? Yeah, it's Can we stupid. all just decide uh, to yeah. agree that the backstory for this Abby is garbage? Okay. So, <laughs> she's like, the castle was built by this duke who really loves Satan and stuff. And so he became, like, a witch or whatever. And he sacrificed a <laughs> bunch of people. And he opened up a literal portal to hell. And he was bringing this demon forth. Fear not, the Holy Crusaders burst in, you know, like fucking at the, Knights at the Templar. At the 11th hour. Rolled yeah. in. Yeah. And conveniently, one of the priests with the Knights Templar had this little relic that has the literal blood of Jesus Christ in it. <laughs> Floating a like little this, glass like, egg. It looks like a Christmas ornament. It looks like a cheap <laughs> Christmas ornament. With a little blood-filled cross in the middle. With a little blood-filled cross. It's and they just very pour, silly. And they just pour a little dollop of that in there. Shuts up the <laughs> shuts up the hole, and they're like, Dicks "Okay, now we have to ya. start praying for the next several years." Got it. <laughs> I'm like, first it's of all, terrible. I don't understand why that. I don't know how you put that together. Like, okay, we must be praying, or the demons are going to open up. I don't know how you. I don't know how you knew that. And where on where the hell? Where do they get Jesus's blood? <laughs> oh, they just kept some. Like, I'm sorry, you're you're not a good person if you were squeezing Jesus dry after the crucifixion. I don't Literally, think you were on the right team. I just, where, I, ugh, like, they don't even try. They don't even. I know, they don't try. They don't even feign an explanation of where that came from. They ju- And then they, then they just stop and they're like, that explains it. Oh, but that explains why they sealed it. The reason for why it reopened is even stupider. The reason it oh reopened God. is because of the bombings during World War II, which just kind of like shook it. Shook it open. open. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the castle shook and it opened. I'm like, okay, so really like an earthquake could have happened and this yeah. thing was pretty this fragile. This sounds more like a foundation problem than anything else. Since <laughs> 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 Sister Irene, like since some like carpenters <laughs> yeah get some architects you know, like, send down a here. contractor like, we gotta, yeah, yeah we gotta figure out what's wrong here like your foundation didn't make it through the winter all that well yeah your foundation but, has a hell mouth in it yeah <laughs> so this backstory was it's just trash like i just found that so oh, completely they, unoriginal so unimaginative they explain and, it in and it still doesn't explain seconds? the demon nun 
<laughs> no, it doesn't. Because the demon nun is entirely unrelated. That was my biggest issue with this movie. Like, I will, like, try to choke down whatever silly <laughs> Jesus blood story bombings opening up a hell mouth i'll just i'll swallow that down but you gotta explain <laughs> the nun and then because then irene's like okay so what about the nun that like tried to eat me yesterday and she's like <laughs> oh well she's she's just is kind of creepy and she's a demon like she's but not she one looks of like us. a nun but yeah. she's not a nun yeah and it, it, yeah she's like she looks like us but she isn't us and uh, irene's like she's yeah like, i fucking put gathered that together that. on yeah. my own yeah <laughs> <laughs> thanks for clearing clarifying that I was going to invite her to mass. Right. But then the nuns are like, okay, they're still being really sketchy about it. And they're like, okay, well, you can't go back now because the entire daylight hour, like the entire day has passed in the last 30 minutes. 30 minutes. So yeah. We're, we're going to have to house you in one of these rooms. Oh, we are going to put you in the room of the girl who recently killed herself. <laughs> Sleep tight. And we're going to lock you in. <laughs> have a good night. And she submits to it. She's like, okay. She's like, oh, that's all right. fine. All right, I don't want to be rude. I'm a guest. But so she gets woken up in the middle of the night. Well, I think I think we get a flash over to Burke at this point, and he's reading the books, and he sees yes. this thing about Valak, and he's reading it. And there's like this really evil-looking demon drawing in the thing. He's like, ah, Valak, the Marquis of Snakes. I'm like, that is not what he looks like. <laughs> okay, you guys, everyone who's listening to this, unless you're driving, pull up your phone, Google Valak. It's spelled V-A-L-A-C. <laughs> and look at the little Cupid cherub baby riding a lizard. Yeah. <laughs> Go on to our Twitter. We'll post it. It'll be on our Twitter yeah. and Instagram. But All this to oh say God. that Hardy took some creative liberties. <laughs> he totally did. <laughs> and so then we have Frenchie. We flash forward to Frenchie who like is just chilling in a pub, having a pint with like a cross next to him. That he, like, dragged out of someone's grave. Oh, yeah. And he, he pulled the entire wood cross out of the graveyard. And just carried and it with him. And kept it. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, he... this, I need this. <laughs> Souvenir. And fine. So he's like, ooh, maybe I should go back and help. Because I have such a strong skill set for fighting demons as a tomato yeah. farmer. Yeah. Yeah. R.E., the, the I think that nun is hot. Maybe she won't get her vows if I convince her not to. <laughs> if I go save her, we could still bang. <laughs> we could. I could still make this happen. Yeah. And the bartender is like, oh, see those crying people over there? Their daughter just committed suicide. The Abbey is making us all crazy. Those people you brought up Their there. Their daughter who's they're 10. They're probably already dead. The daughter who is 10, like, killed herself. And they're like, oh, that's weird. Anyway, so he th he thinks it's a great idea, and he goes back, and so we don't see him for a long time, and I don't really care because yeah, he's because <laughs> at, at this point, point he's he speaking hasn't had in much like of a, a German role. accent or something. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, oh. his accent is terrible. Well, so Burke, after realizing who Valak is, and after we get the comedic interlude of Frenchie, Abbas shows up again, the creepy dead woman sitting in the chair. And by shows up, I mean she's still sitting in that chair. Like she's been sitting there, <laughs> and everyone starts like, talking Do you to her. Pee? Yeah, Burke they're having does. a very Burke creepy does. conversation, and he's like, "Hmm, there's just something different about you, Abbas." <laughs> Reaches out like he's gonna reveal her face. She grabs him. He basically like throws her to the ground. Her arm rips off, ends up on the ground. He's so like, "Oh, dumb. that's a mummy arm." 
you've been dead this whole time. It's like, Burke, you're not the most perceptive. I know. The whole, everyone <laughs> in the audience is like, well, duh. She hasn't moved yeah. in like we five We all scenes. knew that. And, and it doesn't make sense why why she lunged at him. It, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense. Because the, like the, all the other nuns we're about to find out are trying to help, right? They're like the spirits of all the nuns who've been there who are trying to help. And then the abbess, for some reason, isn't. It doesn't make sense with the story. Because you would think that the abbess is the one who's in charge of the nuns. So she's like... On team, let's try to seal up the, the gash in our foundation where demons are leaking out. And she's not. She's it, Out of nowhere, she just attacks the Burke yeah. dude one time, one time, and then quits and dies. Yeah. And that, that was her Infuriating. entire role. <laughs> yeah. Infuriating. Her entire role was a cheap, predictable jump scare that lasted like 25 seconds. And that was it. And then it's over. <gasps> Meanwhile, back movie. in the Abbey... Things are really heating up. <laughs> mm-hmm. Irene gets, like, jump scared out of her bed. The cross yeah. yet again turns upside down. The yeah. She sees the vision of the praying nun, and the rosary falls apart and whatever. So, okay, so she's hella being haunted. She tries to leave. all the, Like, the other nun, whose name I forget, the helpful one. Matter. The only one yeah. with lines, let's say. Yes. <laughs> shows up. It's like, oh, we gotta go. <laughs> so all of the nuns end up in the sanctuary. Mm-hmm. And this this seems like pretty epic. Like sh- they get in there. I like this scene. One of the nuns apparently is dead, which you see. One of the other nuns is praying, and then they're like, "Okay, we need to pray now." And then the entire army of nuns come in. They blockade the door and they sit in a circle. And it's it's a very like aesthetic shot, right? Like, it's visually all the black pleasing. Nuns, yes. And then the white nun in the, the white middle. In the middle. And she's like, yeah, and she's like. They're all praying, and she's like, "They're like, you have to look forward. Like, do not look back. And you think something bad is going to happen if she looks back, but she basically it doesn't. Give, she gives up on the whole looking forward thing real fast. And she's like, what's behind me, sense. though? <laughs> and there's no consequence for it. Yeah. Nothing happens when like, she looks back. Why even back. have that line? Like, for the love of God, don't look back. And she's praying, she's praying. All the nuns go flying and all die very suddenly. And she, like, stands up and looks back and is like, whoa, what happened? And not, nothing changes. It's And then she, like, everything kneels back still. down and is like, I guess I'll start praying again. Yeah, I guess I'll just go at it. And she, while she's praying on the ground, she's getting lashed at by, like, an invisible whip kind of from behind. And she gets, like, a pentagram lashed into her for no right. reason other than they were that's shopping at Hot do. Topic again. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what punk kids wear on their shirts. Yeah. <laughs> They do a little pentagram on her shoulder for no, and it's never used ever again in the rest of the movie. Nope, that was cheap th- and yeah. lazy. Cheap and lazy. And then Burke shows up. Burke and Frenchie, I think, they show up yeah. and they're like, "Hey, what's up?" She's like, "Oh, we've been praying." And they're they're like, oh, "We." She's like, "Yeah, what? we." <laughs> what? And then she <laughs> turns turn around, around and there's None no one there. There. <laughs> Yeah. Ugh. All right. Except for the one dead nun who's under the blanket. He's still there and has not decayed yet. They reveal her. She's Mm -hmm. just a dead nun. Obviously comes to life. (laughs) Oh, my God. They start performing some sort of exorcism on this undead nun. Which which leads to her lighting on fire? Which, again, begs the question of this whole, like, the demon thing needs a a host. A host. Because, like, apparently can just pick dead ones. (laughs) It doesn't make any sense. So, going back to the beginning... The whole reason that that nun committed suicide, which is supposed to be a very, very big deal in the Catholic Church, like not done lightly. Yeah, so committing there suicide be a is host. a big thing. Yeah. Right. But it doesn't matter at all 
because doesn't seem to the demon doesn't have a host through like all through this entire movie up until like the last three seconds and yet it's managing to do a lot <laughs> to do a lot it's doing so much and like it's such this huge huge threat and then they put hosts in there they put these live people in there which i'm sorry if i was the catholic church and i knew as much as they appeared to know when they sent them there they knew about irene's like i don't know premonition yeah. and stuff. i would know don't send warm bodies there yeah don't do that like, if but it then can't it doesn't out, even just, matter. You're right, because like the Vatican must have known about the like Hellgate thing, and they're like, we should exactly. probably send more than just two people. One who's not even a nun, but she has some sort of clairvoyant ability, allegedly. Yeah, last time didn't we send like the the SWAT equivalent to <laughs> yeah, really? this Abby? Whatever. It's like, oh so it makes God. no sense. It's like we can't have a host, but then they send a host, but then it doesn't matter that they send a host. But then the yeah. also same thing. The nuns are good. The nuns are helping her, obviously, except when they're demons, except when they're evil, except when they're t- setting on fire and the abbess is attacking us. It doesn't make any sense. They, they have unclear. not picked a side on any of it. Right. They and just keep in go mind that the with actual what? demon nun has yet to do really anything. Anything. <laughs> anything. She broke one mirror. Yeah. One. The only thing. Yeah. The only damage being done is by the other undead nuns. Exactly. Oh, also, I'm sorry. I have a quick note. Back <laughs> back whenever Father Bert got buried, uh-huh. the big suspenseful thing was the bell was ringing, and so she ran out to go save him, but then all of the bells started ringing in the whole graveyard. And she's like, but how do I know which tombstone is his? But one right. of them has his fucking name on it. Uh- it says, like, Father Burke on it. But instead she, she uses her find- clairvoyant powers to find it. <laughs> Which she apparently at that moment had control over. Yes. I can't. I can't. Also, every single time a character went to the graveyard, when it was Frenchie and when it was Irene and when it was Father Burke, they would spin the camera every single time. Nauseatingly would spin the camera. So it was like Mm -hmm. the same scene over and over and over again. I'm getting beside myself. We need to keep going. I'm furious. (laughs) So now we have all three of them in there. Uh, Burke hurt his hand. Um, when he set the the evil nun on fire, Frenchie killed the demon nun with an actual shotgun? Question mark. Didn't think that would work. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. why that worked. <laughs> Anyways, so so they're, they're like, okay, we should leave now. And Irene's like, no, we have to, you know, we have to defeat this evil so that it doesn't go anywhere. I'm like, I'm confused. Like, can't you just leave? Can't you just leave? In this evil, this big evil of the nun hasn't done anything like not not only to our characters hasn't done anything but historically hasn't done anything they're never like oh she possessed a bunch of nuns or she like killed a bunch of people no they're just like she's spooky right and uh, and she granted, didn't actually do anything <laughs> well and granted she's like well we have to seal the gateway to hell because it was opened up in the war and i'm like whatever i'm like apparently only one demon has come out of this gateway and it yeah. can't leave without a well, warm body so why don't you just, like, put some yellow tape around? Yeah. <laughs> Caution. Case closed. Since you have, like, five drops of Jesus left, I don't think that this warrants that, honestly. Yeah. You should save that for a bigger... You should <laughs> save that. <laughs> but so anyways... Also, this Abbey's in the woods. Who's coming across this Abbey that matters? Yeah, all the locals are terrified of it. No one's going to go there. Yeah. Anyways. All right. So, I mean, I guess I understand. Like, there's a gateway to hell. I feel the moral like obligation to close it i understand that i guess but if buffy has taught me anything there's more than one 
gateway to hell. So true. So you gotta you got you gotta prioritize. This is a band aid at best. Yeah. <laughs> and it, literally, we're just gonna have an earthquake in a couple of years, and it'll open up again. I know it'll open we- up. I just can't believe that a bomb, not even <laughs> near the Abbey, cracked yes. it open. Like it, yes. like 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 they super glued it. They used Christ's blood, right? Like they weren't using gorilla glue. Yeah. Tape. It shouldn't yeah. just split open. Yeah, I feel like that should have been like more powerful than the more weird than you needed Duke guy's little spell. <laughs> like, I can't. Yeah. Anyway. Like as far as demons go, like holy water is one thing, but splashing the actual blood of Jesus Christ that must that's like that is a world ending like weapon, right? <laughs> yes, that's a that's a serious relic. That is the that's the biggest weapon you could possibly have fighting a demon, and you can't get more of it. To be clear. <laughs> There is a limited supply. <laughs> you wouldn't think so watching this movie. Oh, my God. We'll get to it. But holy crap, what we do with the remaining blood. It's incredible. I was offended. I'm not even so, religious, and I was offended. So they, so Irene leads them to the very scary hallway that's yeah. foggy for no reason and full of crosses leading to the door that says, you know, beware all ye who enter here. So they go through. She's had the key the whole time. Well, the demon got the key from her at one point when, like, when they were, she was like floating in that hallway. We forgot yes, about that scene, yes. but it was trash, so we don't it need to address matter. it. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Has it changed the plot in any way? No, <laughs> it has not. So they go down there, and what's the first thing they do? Let's split up. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They're like, okay, Excellent. I'm a nun that hasn't done her vows yet. I'll be fine. You're a priest yeah. that accidentally killed the only person it tried to exercise, and Frenchie. <laughs> You'll He's be literally fine. just, just a French going. Canadian with a shotgun. <laughs> He's a French Canadian tomato farmer who came to Romania to farm tomatoes. That's his backstory. And that's all the backstory he story he's ever had. He ever gets. And then they split up, obviously. Well, I guess no, I and guess so, they did go they get they went and got the Christ blood first, I guess. So they go down there, they find yeah. the statue they, of Mary. Why They're was like, that where do left we go? There? I don't know. Why and would why, they leave like, so the like, Christ the, blood there? I don't know, convenient access, I guess, for when they need to, like, Ziploc this thing shut again. That doesn't sound convenient. But there would have to be more times. I would think the Vatican would be a safer place, not a, a literal hell house where demons are walking around. <laughs> That's a, that, what an excellent Put point. it somewhere with a lock, at least. Well, so there is the lock, right? It's a little key. <laughs> oh, whatever. So, <laughs> so the, the sunlight is coming out of nowhere and reflecting off nowhere. of just Mary's finger which is very interesting, <laughs> shines onto the keyhole and, she, and they're like, where do we go? And Burke's like, don't you remember your visions? Mary points the way and she's like, oh, of course, that phrase that I've been oh. reciting in my head since I was five years old. How could I forget? <laughs> so she goes, unlocks the thing and there's the little Christmas ornament with the Jesus blood. Yeah. Okay. It is. Now you, we... <laughs> it is a Christmas ornament. It really is. So now we're, now we go under the, uh, behind the door that's like, God ends here and they're like, okay, let's split up and find the demon. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh only one of them has the thing that can defeat it. Yes. And also and one of us has a pentagram on our back. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Excellent point. Uh, but of course, Irene is going to get lured into a pentagram. Yeah, oh my and then gosh. Of course, so she gets lured into a trap. Like, wow, that was super easy. <laughs> and yeah. possesses her like instantly. Yeah, it's like, Wow. <laughs> Usually it doesn't work that well. It's like an episode of Scooby Doo. It honestly is. No, that's offensive <laughs> to Scooby Doo. I'm not gonna say that. 
Yeah, no. Scooby-Doo is much better. Scooby deserves better. (laughs) She gets possessed, and then we get to have Frenchie doing the most ridiculous thing ever that I alluded to before, where there's a row of bodies for no reason with canvas sacks. All wearing blood soaked sacks. Yeah. Sacks. And he is like, yeah, I'll just walk between them. I'll just wander between and see if I can figure out which one's the real one. Like, okay. No one, no one one would do that. Like, no one one would would do do that. that. But more importantly, Kate, they don't do anything to him. They just they don't do stand anything. around for a while and then they walk away. And crack away. their neck. They and crack so their they neck can... a few times and then walk away. And then you can see her floating in the pentagram. That's all they did. Sucks. It's so <laughs> cheap and terrible. So she's floating in the pentagram, attacks him. Yes, because she's possessed. Because she's possessed. And he's like, no. Yeah. And so, but, but he has some Christ blood, right? And so he. Just smears it on her face, like a lot of it. Right, because she's wearing it, right? So he just, like, reaches yes. up, pours some of it into his hand. She doesn't notice. And smears it on her. Doesn't smears notice! Smears it on her face. <laughs> uh, and also, in this this Christmas ornament has, like, maybe five milliliters of Christ blood in it. Tops. And they are throwing it around like it's confetti. It's hilarious. <laughs> so, like, in, in other horror movies where they, they could have bottles of holy water and they, like, flick it at demons. Yeah. This movie has literal Jesus Christ blood. A very and they're like, let's just pour it on. Yes. <laughs> and it get it gets worse. But anyway, so Burke is off doing his own thing, being possessed or being traumatized being by his by... little by the baby ghost. By the kid, the spirit of the kid who he let die. Which right. I think they think is emotional for us as an audience, but it's not because we don't care about either of those characters. Yes. We're like, I have no investment they're, in this. Yeah, I was like, I don't care. Like, they're both so flat. It's terrible. And so he yes. starts to get wounded. And then I so think So the demon was driven point, out of Irene with the Christ yes. blood. Yes. And then... <laughs> Still in nun shape for no reason. There are no nuns around. Just just one almost nun. There's no re- Yeah, there's no reason for her to shape. look like a nun at this point. She's not That's like... all she ever looks like. She's not undercover anymore. Was she ever? She never Unclear. was. No. <laughs> my God. Oh, my gosh. So, so goes goes into Frenchie. Oh, no, 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 no. Well, attacks Frenchie. Irene gets away. Yeah, and then like we don't smacks see what into happens. a column. Yeah. Right. Irene ends so, up into a little swimming pool, for lack yeah. of a better term. <laughs> it's a swimming pool. Yeah. And it's like, oh, no, what do I do here? And then Demon the Nun, Nun just sort of, of rises water, out yeah. of the water <laughs> and starts strangling her. <laughs> Yes, and strangles her for oh a good God. while. Let's let's talk about this. We have this all-powerful demon, a fe- a real demon that has come out of the mouth of hell to like kill an entire abbey of nuns, and her yeah. her weapon of choice is strangling. Yeah, that's what she does. That's what she does. She strangles. Well, it's and I so love disappointing. <laughs> I love when okay, so she's strangling Irene. She pushes Irene underwater. Oh you God. can see the the Christ blood christmas ornament floating around there and you're like okay she's gonna do something with it right oh and then god. we pop back up to the surface and irene's oh my god. questionably dead and then the demon picks up the ornament that's floating nearby and the way that the demon looks at the ornament is like so comical honestly she's like oh my precious what? <laughs> and then you see that it's broken and the little crucifix full of blood is no longer in there and he's like what and then irene what? literally I can't. I'm so upset. Had drank so the blood offensive. of Christ and just spits it in her face. <laughs> spits 
Christ's blood onto her face, and she's like, ah! And then you see a single drop of the blood fall into the water, and then all of the water becomes blood or something, and just shoots down, because apparently they've been over the portal the entire time. The portal's underwater, inexplicably. No, it's just leaky. It's leaky. Yeah, and then the demon gets sucked back in, and it gets shut. And that's how that ends. (laughs) I, I am not... I don't think that I'm an easily offended person, and I'm certainly not a religious person. Yeah. But the fact that of all the options available to her, she chose to crack it under the water like an egg, <laughs> suck it in her mouth, all of it. That is not- All of the remains of Christ's blood. <laughs> spit it from her mouth. She spat it out. Are you fucking kidding me? I, why would- Why was that her instinct? I don't know. Like she, she's being strangled. Like this is a fight or flight it. decision. Yeah, she could have smashed it. it and just let let it diffuse it the water. It. But instead, she decides to drink it. She could have smashed <laughs> it in the water. She could have smashed it on the nun's face. She could have opened it for the love of God and just sprinkled some. She had yeah, access delicately. to her hands. Oh my God. If she had access to her hands, if she was able to drink it. Yes, if she can drink it. <laughs> I absolutely cannot handle it. And then they're like, well, that's the end of that. And then, obviously, Frenchie pops up and he's like, I'm okay. And she's like, what's your name? And he's like, Maurice. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and I'm like, wait, are they still I... going to bang? <laughs> <laughs> but I know they're not, right? Because, like, she took her vows before they went down there, right? So she's a real nun yes. at this point. Whatever. Oh, my gosh. And then we get to see, as they're leaving, Maurice, which they just gave him a name at the last minute so that they could awkwardly shove it as a big so that they could call this a prequel exactly why right mm-hmm. like your name's maurice and then he has an inverted cross on the back of his neck right which is like and itching. Then, it's like irritating or something it's like itchy and then we cut to a scene from the conjuring well they show us where... frenchie getting possessed so like they cut back and like when he was like pressed up against the column like a snake came out of the nun's mouth and into his but and i didn't like, need oh. to see that because it was already pretty clear he was possessed Right. They didn't need to show that. And also just like kind of like... Like, this movie could have been 15 minutes long. <laughs> it's so could have. But, so, yeah. So, then they cut to a scene from Conjuring. Yeah, they cut to the scene from, from The Conjuring that is one of their lectures, Ed and Lorraine's lectures, where they show uh, exorcism of this guy named... <gasps> What's this? Maurice. What? And they have, and they have awkwardly CGI'd his face into it. So, that's what gets me, right? Because it, it's not the same actor that they used in The Conjuring. No, so they just, it's like, not. They just put his face on there. And then they even like added in the line where Ed is like, oh, his friends yes. called him Frenchie. And he's like, you know, a French Canadian tomato farm or whatever. And it's like, that's it's not. Stupid. So it's not even the it's not scene in the from movie. Conjuring. Like they edited no, it. No, it's not. Yes, oh, my did. God. <laughs> and they, like, the how? thing is, they didn't they didn't have to. They could have they could have been like, that's just him when he's older. And I would have been like, OK, like, that's still stupid. But at least you didn't go back and try to make me think that you that you did this in The Conjuring. Yeah. Like, that's, like, rude to me as a fan. You know what I mean? Like, you're not giving yeah. me enough credit. Like, that is the most sloppily put together connection between the two movies they could possibly have done. And you know it's because they were writing this and they were like, crap, we didn't make this a prequel in any way. And we already wrote it. And they're like, oh, we'll just put it at the very end. Well, and you're so right. It would have been so much more clever and so much more well done if they had just had Irene be young Elizabeth Warren. 
Yes, it would have made sense. It would have made sense with her character in The Conjuring so much because she's so religious and everything she does is because she thinks it's God's plan. She's like, this is God's plan. God is telling me to do this. And she easily could have been like, I'm not going to take my vows because God has shown me that I have a greater purpose in to serve him that is not through the Catholic Church in this way. Like, she's like, mm-hmm. I can actually do cool crap all over the place by working with the Catholic Church. Like, it could have been so inspiring. And and instead, they're like, no, like, she's just a nun. <laughs> it happens she's a nun. We don't hear about her again. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that was so, so sloppily done. Shall we discuss where this is going on the scoreboard? Is Are we going to argue about this, or can we just go oh. straight to the bottom? Oh, Really? Do you think it honestly should go all the way the to the bottom? bottom? Honestly, the bottom. Let, let's read the scoreboard for our, for our fans. So for those who don't know, we have a scoreboard on our Tumblr that ranks all of our movies that we've seen. A little bit arbitrarily, but it's a overall ranking system. Yeah, it's very arbitrary. It's more just like yes. how Kate and I feel that day. Yeah. <laughs> and feel free to disagree with it. But so yeah, right now, The Conjuring, which is the alleged movie to come after Sequel. this one, <laughs> um, is ranked at number one because that was actually a very well done movie. Yes, it was. Following that is Oculus, which is one of the very few mm-hmm. movies, potentially the only movie on this entire list that I thoroughly enjoyed. Um, and then at the, at, then we have like a bunch of other movies that we've watched. I'm not going to list the whole thing. That's tedious. No. And so then at the bottom, we have our most (laughs) political statement, (laughs) (laughs) which is uh, Halloween is riding in at number 14 right now. And above that is like paranormal activity, exorcist, and so on and so forth. You know what? I might actually make some people happy. I heard a a lot of feelings whenever I said I didn't like Halloween. We put it at the bottom. I don't think it should be at the bottom anymore. I think this is worse. I think the nun is officially worse. Yeah. Halloween, nope. at least I could like chuckle along to. Halloween had some sort. Halloween had some sort of statement. You know, it was like, oh, we're gonna go with the crazy teenagers being bad and getting slashed up for it. Like, at least they had a system. The nun had no system. It had no. It was just flying by the seat of its pants the whole time. <laughs> it so was. You're right, because Halloween at least made me laugh. Like when he put the tombstone on their bed. Yeah. <laughs> Like there were actually funny moments. I don't think I don't think they meant it, but I did laugh during that movie. But you're right. This movie honestly just was like it. It, it was nothing. It was nothing. Like it meant nothing. It had no lasting effect. It's not. It wasn't even scary. Like the jump scares were poorly done, and they were the only scares to it. Yeah. The story was an absolute garbage fire. Story's trash. Yeah, that's a dumpster fire. And the director is a joke. So I think that this goes at the bottom. All right. Here we go. Halloween is no longer on the bottom, people. Don't Woo! say we never did nothing for you. <laughs> Congrats. They're like, yeah, thanks. We're on. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, my gosh. If you want to look at our entire scoreboard, because we're not going to list We're not going to read the whole thing anymore. It's getting kind of long. No. Um, it is available yeah. at on our Tumblr page, nightlighthorrormovieclub.tumblr.com. We do occasionally post it on our other social media as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Um, but you can check the most recent one on Tumblr. And we also have our show notes on Tumblr there as well. So they're, mm-hmm. they're like brief notes on each episode that we do. And also, if you guys are interested in joining our club, it's super easy. All you do is you subscribe on iTunes or whatever, Stitcher, Google Play, if you do Google Play. I don't know anyone who listens on Google Play, <laughs> but we have that. it. <laughs> we have Google Play. 
Um, so yeah, and you guys can share our podcast if you want because that helps people find it and helps us grow our club. We also have, like Chris said, we have a Twitter, we have a Facebook, we have an Insta, and we have like a whole little horror family that goes on on there. And so we argue about stuff all the time. And there's a lot of stuff that we don't have time to talk about on this podcast or it would be three hours. Right. And if you did enjoy this podcast, which hopefully you did, uh, hopefully that also means that there's other people who will like it too. And as Kate said, you can always share it. But the best way to help other people find it is by leaving us a rating, leaving us a review on iTunes or wherever. And it just makes it um, easier through like, you know, search algorithms and stuff for people to, to find our content. And, the, and we can make the club grow, which is always fun. Exactly. And so we well actually Chris picked a movie for next week. We're going to be watching it on Christmas. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. So, so sorry we didn't do a Christmas movie for this episode. Um, but li- our lives are kind of crazy, so... We meant to do this earlier, but so for our Christmas episode, we're going to be watching this movie called Silent Night, Deadly Night, which <laughs> I have no context for. I really don't. And the only reason I picked it is because it came across on my YouTube is riddled with like horror like videos now, which is very upsetting to me. And it just came up as like one of the worst horror films of all time. And it was Christmas themed. I'm like, let's do it. <laughs> it looks that great. One. It's from 1984. I'm thrilled. I'm ready for this. The poster, all we know about is from the poster, and it's just a Santa arm coming out of a chimney with an axe. So, <laughs> so I think it's going to be a real ready. winner. <laughs> <laughs> and if you have another movie, um, it can be a movie like Silent Night, Deadly Night. It can be a horror classic. If you have something you want us to talk about, we'd love to hear it. You can email us directly at nightlighthorrormovieclub at gmail.com, or you can contact us on our various social meds. Yeah, and feel free to... Give us all your input. Disagree with us. We would love to share your thoughts on our podcast as well. Um, We want this to be a club. We want it to be interactive. And we want to get everyone's opinion in in there. Even if you like Halloween and you're just sort of wrong. But that's fine. Even if you're still bitter about that. We want to. (laughs) But I guess that's it. We love you anyway. So that concludes this week's meeting. And we hope you guys have a very Merry Christmas. Or what other holiday harvest season you celebrate. Oh, my God. (laughs) Harvest season? Oh, that's what it is. (laughs) Okay. Happy harvest season, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Happy holidays, everyone. (laughs) Bye.